What's going on, y'all? I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. And uh, we've been talking about things concerning reconciliation for a long time now. 20 years now. I'm white. I'm black. And we thought if we talked together about it in podcast form, it might serve some people. So let's, let's do talk it. about it. Broken and different. That's what we are. That's us. Blinded by chasing heaven's brightest star. Sun. We going towards him. We run with limps. We got, if got, you got, respond got, accordingly, you'll learn to hobble with, hobble with till we find where glory be. What glory at? No pros or experts on this That's journey. We are just learning how Jesus, Jesus makes, makes art out of our life's debris. What's up, Brad? What's going on, Jeremy? Not much, man. We got a guest here today. Graham. Graham has been recording and doing a lot of technical stuff with this podcast. Really appreciate him. Um, we talking about race. Yep. And racism. Yep. Today. Uh, Some so, definition stuff. Uh, we wanted to invite Graham to share a conversation that he had, and then we're going to talk. And respond to it. In yep. response to it. Yeah. Yep. It's about time you guys let me talk. Oh. True. Oh. True. Oh, he's, <laughs> he comes in spicy. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, maybe just a little bit about myself. So I've been producing this podcast. I'm 21 years old, uh, half white, half Korean, but identify probably more with the majority culture. Um, but have been having some uh, some cool conversations based off this podcast. So I, I was I was having a conversation the other night uh, with another white guy, and um, he's a Trump supporter, like pretty strong MAGA guy. Um, and I was telling him about like this demon of racism and how um, I've begun to, to recognize that racism is something that's deeply ingrained within me. It's a demon that needs extraction um, and kind of led with the fact that like, look, man, like I am racist. And he was kind of like profoundly like not outraged, but just like really surprised by that statement. He's like racist, like you are not racist. Um, that's such a strong blanket term. He's like, when you look at what racist meant in the 1960s during the civil rights movement versus what's racist in 2019, those feel like two completely different conversations. He's like, you know, voting for Trump is not lynching somebody, which is a statement I think most of us would agree with. But a lot of times, I think especially um, just in the way that race is discussed in media and the term racist is used, that word is just a blanket statement on anything that could be culturally or racially provocative. Um, and so I don't know, I'd just be interested in hearing a conversation of like, what is racist? How do you define that? Is that too broad of a term? Uh, and like, are we just going to call everything racist that has any racial implications? So mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. what I got to say. Or any kind of racial disagreement is racist, you know? Yeah, that's great, man. Uh, I'm I'm interested. Yes, I'm interested. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I, I I'll start off with this point. Yeah. I actually believe the problem is the group who is has the history of racism in it, most mm -hmm. embedded in it. Mm -hmm. So the history of racism in it, mm -hmm. and the group that is right now, and we'll define some terms to make this more clear. But the group that uh, is right now benefiting from historical racism. Mm -hmm wants to define the term yeah and that's that's off i actually believe folk <laughs> that's from, an understatement yeah that's, that, that's way off, off. 
okay. as well. So I the, the folk from the historically oppressed, historically disenfranchised group should actually be defining this term, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, those from the majority mm-hmm. group should mm-hmm. be taking their cues from them. Yeah. Um, so. If we're gonna talk about, so that's just that's that's my perspective. So even when somebody says a white when so when a part white person talks about like racism or tries to mess with the definition of it, my first question is, where are you getting your definition from? Right, right. Like, that's right. Is it just from your personal opinion and experience? Yep. Is it from your studying? Twitter feed? Is it from your Twitter feed? Is it from <clears throat> the, that's uh, right. like how a certain group is defining it, or is it considering? The historical definition that has gone through time and i actually think i actually believe uh the, what it looks like what racism looks like has changed mm-hmm. but the definition the, the manifestation holds. of it yeah like adjusts over time yeah so let's yes. let's just get yeah. the simple yep. definition let's and i think if we go out from a historical place mm-hmm. um uh we can we can uh if we use a historical timeline, that'll help us a bit. And it's simple. Mm-hmm. I, I, so if we talk about racism first. So first, there was the extraction, the stealing of Africans. In the beginning. from In the beginning of the U.S. <laughs> stealing of Africans from uh, Africa. Uh, so And brought to the U.S. for slavery. Um, and of course, most historians note that when the U.S. first started in its early years, there were white and black indentured servants. Yep. Um, and they, they uh, were equal at that point. They were equal. <clears throat> yep. um, uh, but simply put, this is the way Tom Skinner says it, uh, when white and black uh, indentured servants ran away, That's right. tried to escape, it was kind of easier because majority culture was white. It was mm-hmm. easier to catch black indentured yep. servants and, and bring them back. And so over time, slowly, indentured servitude was only uh, – indentured servants were made up of mostly black folk. Yep. Yep. Um, and then with the need for more as yep. industry to grew – To build the economy. To build the economy, then that, that started a, a transatlantic slave trade um, and various other ways in which uh, slaves were used. So um, – in that time, racism looked like a majority culture enslaving yep. folk. Now, uh, the idea of race was constructed by America. Yep. Um, and then, and so when slavery was abolished, and I, I'm putting up air quotes, abolished, that right. means that it was no longer legal mm-hmm. um, to own slaves because of war. Nobody, nobody addressed the fact that there's a large major a large section of people in the US who still believed in slavery. They still believed yep. that black folk were lower uh, yep. to the they were of equal importance as animals. There's yep. they just lost a war. That's the only reason they changed. <clears throat> That's but right. A large swath of people were still like but they should be slaves. Yep. Um well, so and, and then Yeah, go ahead. In the so so there's a certain percentage that said no, we believe in slavery. We believe these human beings should be enslaved. But there is even a larger percentage that believed that Africans were lower. Inferior. Inferior. So, so there was have, a narrative that was like, there you go. black folks are inferior to white folks. Now, I don't believe that these inferior black folks should be enslaved. Yes. Like, so there was a percentage like that. Yep. And there was a very, very, very small percentage that was like, we're equal. We're equal. And those were usually some kind of like radical uh Quakers or something like that. There you go. There you go. But it's definitely a 
uh, minority yeah. group it was in the some grand population folks, yeah. of the yeah. early U.S. Yeah. So slaves get free. Black folks start advancing, like quick. advancing quick. quick. Um, so, uh, you know, industry, industry money, start growing. They gaining political, political offices power, in places yep, that were really all of it. Ra- like racist. No, so in the South. In the they South, won they, they were winning office. <laughs> uh, and this this becomes the institution of Jim Crow. Because uh, yep. uh, there's a reaction to that. This, the <clears throat> the yep. new slavery became the incarceration of black folk for crimes yep. that were just stupid. Jaywalking. Um, it's like jaywalking, you go to jail yep. for years. Yep. It's, yep. It's so, uh, that now this, so now uh, laws are starting to become put in place. Mm-hmm. Different... Uh, different races of people uh, races race becomes defined um by laws yes so yes depending on what state you're in mm-hmm. you, if you were mixed mm-hmm. uh, uh if you were mixed so like if you were half black half white because mm-hmm. so what does that mean owners mean? slave yep. owners and folk getting their Thomas freak Jefferson. on and you got all these folk so ooh, <laughs> so <laughs> they depending on what state you're in and, and and the percentage of white you were in one state you could be white, in the other state you're black. Yep. Like in one state the the, the law was like, oh, if you're one sixteenth black, you black. And another yeah. state is like, mm, one sixteenth. No, nah, that don't matter. You you're still white. Like yeah. that could yeah. happen. And yeah. so things were based off race. There were folk. There were folk. There were Asian folk. Um, well, this South is where Asian the Chinese folk. started suing. Yeah. And, and Chinese that were and trying Japanese to were trying say, to say we are Caucasian. Like we have Caucasian <laughs> ancestry. Like we're actually yep. white. Um, They're like legally fighting for that. And the only people that were judging whether you were white or not were white people. Supreme Court. There you go. Um, White judges. So race, you know, the definition of race was really people who were in power, the majority, and the people who had the privilege. And based off their power and their privilege and their prejudice, they were able to uh, keep people at a certain place. They Mm -hmm. were able to... uh, give worth to people or take worth away um and they discriminated largely on large swaths of people yep um and so racism was easy to spot uh mm-hmm. it was the like you say it was the people who were lynching the people who were uh taking advantage that i'm white you're black you need to go to a different seat and let me sit down yep. i'm white you're black um you need to whatever you can't live, shop in my live, store. Yeah, live in this you, section you of the neighborhood. You get to shop in, in, in yeah. a different neighborhood. You mm-hmm. you can't you can't drink my the, the same water fountain. You can't yeah. go to this restaurant. I control how you live. Yep. I control your freedom, actually. Yeah. Um. Uh. And so, again, civil rights come. Uh, laws get changed. Mm-hmm. There's never national repentance. No. Even a public statement of yep. like, oh, dang, we were wrong. Yep. Because it's this mix of people. Yep. Uh, and so uh, civil rights come. We get certain rights, mm-hmm. uh, civil rights, that, that, that should have been afforded to us anyway. Yep. Um, included uh, in the Constitution, basically. Included in like, the Constitution. Okay, now it's You are free in the to pursue there you go. X, Y, and Z, which we have been saying for a couple hundred yeah. years. By the but there's still, you know, yeah. even long after civil rights, 20, 30 years after yep. civil rights, there's still states with laws like, you can't. There's no interracial marriage. Interracial. Like you can't. Yep. You can't have interracial marriage. So there's still ways in which uh, folk are controlling housing markets, 
Yep. They're controlling economic markets. Loan, they control loan officers. Loans. They're controlling all of these institutions based mm-hmm. based on their racial prejudice. Yep. So now building of interstates. Yeah. So now you can't kill us. You can't tell mm-hmm. us what to do in public. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can still be racist by not allowing folk who look like this mm-hmm. any institutional power. Yeah. Or I'm not going to hire somebody with this name. There you go. There that you go. Stuff. Yeah. So I mean, that's the that's like some now. of this. That some of this. Now. Some of this is <laughs> systematic yep. and institutional. Some of it is personal. Yeah. Um, but personally, you can't kill me. You you go to you you yeah. going to jail if you do that. Yep. Um, but you can you can give me a high, really high loan. Yep. You can you can uh, not give me that raise. Not, not hire me. Raise. And now we didn't talk about this, but bait for the majority of America's life racism has existed so all these institutions all these industrial mm-hmm. things that's, that's come up they've been they're on the like foundation of racism mm-hmm. they've been built off a foundation of racism there was never like a breaking down of that like how mm-hmm. did racism affect our kind like how how did racism affect how we built things nobody mm-hmm. deconstructed that after laws right. were changed right so this stuff is still affecting folk um, historically, just like wealth gets passed down, money gets yep. passed down, old money gets yep. passed down. It's like, oh, it's going to affect you. Uh, racism affects mm-hmm. people and it's still affecting people. So now people now socially it's not trendy to talk about racism because nobody's getting lynched. Now people want to look at like folk want to say, let's forget let's forget that. Let's just, you know, catch amnesia. Let's 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 forget about the past <laughs> and let's just be. You know, as if mm-hmm. the past doesn't mess with, hasn't uh, caused doesn't where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, uh, and so to say, even to, even the word racist is like, oh, that's not right because we're not Ku Klux Klan. We're not. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's still folk, a majority folk in power. There's still, and we see this, uh, and there's people way smarter than me who have got, plenty of data on this but we see this if we look at any category so let's just talk about black folk black folk make up about 13 to 15 percent of this country's population yep um and yet in most categories they find themselves at the bottom vast majority vast majority of Mm -hmm. incarceration Mm -hmm. incarceration of all it's like yeah it's affected so now what i need to say Mm -hmm. this so in incarceration, there's actually more white people incarcerated than black folk, mm-hmm. if we're looking at just straight up population. Right. But when we say, okay, percentage. what percentage of white folk are yeah. incarcerated? It's a very, it's a way smaller percent than the percentage of black folk who are incarcerated. Right. Um, and you got, in my thinking, you got two ways to look at that. Either uh, you're saying, no, black folk are just, they just commit crime at a high rate way higher rate than anybody else yeah. or there's something that w- has been wrong and it continues to be wrong right um so if i go now if i settle down on this definition of racism now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i still go back to my first point it needs to come from folk from the historically disenfranchised culture and most scholars will say it's still power plus prejudice it just looks systematic there's systematic yeah. racism and there's social racism that happened, microaggressions, mm-hmm. and some folk who are still just straight racist. This is Dylan Roof, uh, who shot up the church, goes uh, into the church, goes to church, and just starts shooting yeah. folk during a prayer meeting. It's like those folks still exist. Yeah. And there's some folk who won't shoot people, but still think 
they're inferior to us. Yes, yes. That's there. That that, that narrative right there, <clears throat> you know, there's a – we all want to pretend like we're not Dylan. Yep. But if the narrative isn't different in our heart, mm-hmm. or the majority culture folk, give me the right situation with the right power, and I'm Dylan. Yeah. Give me the right situation with the right power if I don't address the demon that's in my heart. You yeah. know, so right now it might not be manifesting. So I tell this dude, yeah, man, it's not manifesting right now. Sure. But if you don't deal with that, you get the right situation and the right power, you will become the KKK. There's a reason why the KKK exists. There's a reason why people are marching in Virginia, mm-hmm. you know, and doing Nazi stuff. That they're not just the super freaks, you know. This is there's a there's a reason why. Now they may all be on the front end of that, but you put us in the right situation, the right power. And we're not dealing with that, that false narrative. Yeah. Uh, that's going to get real messy, you know. Yeah. But we like to think that we're an exception. Yeah. To that messiness, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You, I'll say this. Uh, I know the word. Like even when I do trainings, in order to help people uh, make their way through the content, um, I might. We use the uh, term racial bias. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think that's maybe a wiser word to use yeah, right now. Yeah, because I, it's become such like piece of dynamite. So if you're learning for learning, I think that when I'm trying to like guide people, let's say that you have racial one, bias. Let's talk about <laughs> racial bias. Not you are a racist. I think if you can, mm-hmm. like Graham did, if you can actually look at yourself and say, "Okay, I am racist," and this is what I actually think. I want to actually make a case that that is the better, more mature thing to do, and this is why I say it. Um, to to use the term racist actually attaches you to the history. Yes. To not use yes. it, it says it's to say no, we are not that. Yeah. But most cultures, mm. it, in like even my like African American culture, people see their history and they say, that's what we could be. Yeah. So mm. to say to say to to look at for Grim for you to look at yourself and say, oh, man, I'm racist. You know that that doesn't mean I'm lynching people. Right. People of color know when we say racist, we're not saying, oh, you're lynching us. Mm-hmm. But it is to say I am a part of a system of a and culture a history. and a yep. history yep. that has this demon that looks different now mm-hmm. but still exists. Um, and I am taking responsibility for that. Yeah. And I'm going to fight that yeah it it I th- it does seem to me <clears throat> if you use the the racial bias yep. which i think is like i think that's actually a really good educational uh, beginning maybe it's a, maybe it's a, the front door where a lot yeah. of a lot of folks can go okay but everybody actually has racial bias yep. you know so then you can use that information to say well we're just all the, still the same mm-hmm. not realizing again the history is different yep there's there's a unique way that majority culture folks have received the benefits have interacted have benefited from have you know are privileged mm-hmm. and so there there is a need to say yeah but my racial bias lands differently in the yeah. world <laughs> in the world there is a term for that it's called i'm a racist you know <laughs> <laughs> so i get it as an opening place but i also see if you don't ma- if you don't mature to the place to say i need to own this as in an actual unique way everybody has racial bias that that's 
you know, that's sociologically true. Yeah. But the way that it plays out in history, the way it plays out in the world around us, that is profoundly different. We, we do need to attach a word. I'm a guy who's racially biased and pr- I don't I don't know exactly how. It, but there historically, there's a word called you're racist. Yeah. So at some point that it does show maturation to show there's differentiation between majority culture and minority culture and or or the the dominant or subdominant kind Mm -hmm. of dynamic. And And that is needed. Yeah. You have to get to that place. Yes. So I'm okay with adjusting language. Like I understand concept creep. Yeah. If if, again, I, I appreciate you saying, yeah, if a bunch of leaders of color are going, yeah, man, the concept is creep too much. And we're just not able to say what we mean by that mm-hmm. word anymore. And they're saying we, we would suggest a, a modification. Mm-hmm. I, I would flow with that. Yeah. You know, I would submit to that. And, and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You know, but right now I go, it's still a, still an accurate word. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and so <clears throat> I, I still consider myself a child of God first. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, there is the way of love. So if somebody's like at the kind of first step phase and yeah. I'm – and I'm trying to teach them because there is people of color who would who who think like, man, racist, like, oh, that's that's still that's the 60s. That's that that's not right, is it? Yeah. And 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 I might have to start with a different yeah. thing. But then there, I might have to start with a different term. But then there's other places where I'm like, OK, now I can just go for it because yeah. the discipleship level, the way where they're at, mm-hmm. both white and black, Asian, yep. Latino, like there's certain folk where they're at. They understand. Okay, yes, I know exactly what you mean when when I understand more the concept. I understand yeah. some of the systems. Yeah, <clears throat> I get it. And and maybe I get that you're you're not saying that I'm lynching people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like like even me, if I really thought in a conversation you meant I was like killing actively killing black people, that's not going to help the conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, somehow that gets miscommunicated. Um, you know, and I, I, I wouldn't even mean to be fragile in the moment. It's just like, if that's what you, th- if you think I lynch people, that's mm-hmm. going to be hard for me to hear, you know, because that's, it's empirically not true. I'm not actively doing this, you yeah. know, work. And I think that's a lot of miscommunication that happens, especially early, early on in majority culture life. And I think minority culture, they're, they're interacting with folks that, that are just responding to this, the racist word thinking you mean i'm lynching people you know i just voted for trump i don't i don't understand now there's defensive is you know i'm becoming in with my defenses Mm -hmm. i'm pushing back on you i'm pushing you away i don't want to draw close in a relationship because i'm equating racist to hitler and i know that i'm not hitler so where can we go from this place It, it seems to me that that that's a very confusing moment for everybody involved you know mm-hmm. like why is this guy not getting it you know i could see that like man i'm really frustrated because i'm not saying he's hitler you mm-hmm. know why is he acting so sensitive about this this is just true this is historically true you know i'm bothered by it but i ain't that bothered by it because it's been my whole <laughs> life you mm-hmm. know and i'm not putting this whole history on this one person but then that person's hearing you do that that's that's that seems to be a very typical early on if, if someone's like early in the racial identity as a majority culture person mm-hmm. that's happening a lot you yeah. know and that's what it seems like in this case with graham yeah. that guy's early on in his racial identity mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um or his understanding of yeah. the surrounding yeah. culture and if i'm so i actually like that graham brought it up 
and they're having that conversation because he can explain, get a guy a new way of thinking yeah. and go from there. Um, I, I think as a black guy, I, I've tended to get just go away from those conversations. Um, uh, uh, if some, if somebody, if I, like I, we had to be in some significant conversation or relationship before I tell you, like, you know, you, you got rape, like you're racist or you got racism yeah. in you. Yeah. Um, because there had to be a, <clears throat> yeah. a significant amount of trust yeah. for me to have that, that kind of conversation. So, you know what? I, so, so let me go ahead. I think it's really interesting that trust issue because I've also introed myself as a recovering racist, mm -hmm. and that's really messed people <laughs> that I'm interacting <laughs> with. Because again, there's no. Um, so that's an interesting as a white dude coming into crossing cultural relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, talking like that. Um, that that's really. I mean, I've met some people like <clears throat> I don't want to talk to this guy anymore. He mm -hmm. says he's a recovering racist. Mm -hmm. He's like automatically a threat to me, you know, because like, so that's, that's been interesting in my experience, like very early on in a relationship, low trust, crossing cultures. Yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, I'm a recovering racist, you know, and they think, uh, I need to never talk to this guy ever again. Yeah. Like if, literally, you just literally if you just leave happened. it at that, if I'm just meeting you, <laughs> white guy. Shaved head, yep. saying I'm a recovering racist. I'm just like, well, how recovered what? are you? <laughs> yeah, like, that's right. I need to you know. You got your year chip yet? <laughs> like, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> but if you add to that, yeah, if you you gotta you gotta add yeah. some content to that. Of I'm course. a recovering racist because this is what I believe, and this is how. But I'm. it is interesting how that word is so loaded. Yes, the word that, is loaded. You know, the word is loaded for. Yeah, the word is loaded in that context. Like, yeah. if you meet in some person of color for the first time mm -hmm. white or black well yeah. if you meet a person of color for the first time including w if you meet a white person for the first time and you say i'm recovering racist it's going to just be loaded i it's get that it's weird yeah. yeah 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 person of color first time so i've done that in my life I mean, yeah. this is like 20 years right trying to like live in repentance and all that yeah and yeah it's gone bad mm -hmm. it's also gone well mm. you know so I don't know. I don't know exactly what to do with that. I just know <laughs> that I messed up relationships and I've improved relationships and trust. Yeah. Kind of. Have you messed up relationships with people of color? Ever? All the time. No, no, no. no just using like, that word. Like introducing yourself like that. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. A couple times to where I learned, I was like, okay, I need to like, like I'm, I'm registering this on my radar. I yeah. need to, I need to take note. Like, not every person of color w wants to interact with me at that level. Yeah. Like early, early on in relationship, and they don't. They they're really bothered by that term because they don't know what it means. They don't know the context for it. Yep. So like, what do I mean by that, and what do they mean by it? You know, it, obviously, a lot of white people when they do use it, they mean Hitler. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so. He's probably translating it. There was this black dude, Hillsborough Community College. There was a group of students. And I'm trying to model for some white students there, too. Yeah. Like humility, talking openly about your own, like, and, and talking about recovery as like it's a, you're never done. It's a journey. So th this is all happening all at the same time. And then there's this young black student, black male. 
And he's like, yeah, I'm never talking to this guy ever again. Oh. You know, because it's, it's a, uh, you know, I could only assume if he used the word, he's using it differently. But I use the word, and it means I'm Hitler. I'm a recovering it's a Hitler. It's a threat. You know, so he's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> if I said I'm recovering from my racial biases, he might have been like, oh, okay, that's how y'all usually use that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I get it. I might, he might have used the word racist. Like, yeah, okay, you were recovering racist. Yeah. But he, he understands. <clears throat> that's taken me time to learn. Sure. But I definitely have messed it up. But of course, you know, in other relationships with a little more context, and that's like helped communicate maybe my some of my journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And understanding. And that's improved relationship. Or they've asked more questions because there's a little more trust there yep. to say, Oh, that's interesting, man. Like what what do you mean by that? Yeah. You know? And yeah. then I'm able to unpack it. So I don't know, man. I don't know if no, there's one cool. way to engage I, stuff I think, like this. I think uh I think <laughs> I think people can uh, listen to our podcast on reboot because uh, that that probably <laughs> would fit for mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. if you just meet somebody mm-hmm. and how you should interact with them. And we have talked about the internal external also mm-hmm. before, but I think that's that's worth a retouch here because you know Beverly Tatum's thing, the escalator. You're on an escalator. You know, there's yeah. there's privilege plus power equals kind of a racist society. Yeah. Okay, based on race. Um, and you're on that escalator now you know majority culture people need to turn around and walk against it but also minority culture folks needs to turn around yeah turn around yeah. and walk against it but it the way it lands on you is different so like for me it's externalized so if i live into a racist society a racist escalator i'm i'm enjoying the privileges of that yep you know um but if minority culture people walk with the escalator there's internalized repression because it is not the escalator is not to their benefit, but yeah. they could they can maybe mitigate the consequences of that society by, uh, you know, whatever coding or pretending like it doesn't matter or yep. just pretending like they're not hurt by the microaggressions, and there's an internalized repression that happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you you've walked with many more people through that process, yeah. Um, you know, and giving them permission to acknowledge that this escalator is not really for them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like if racism is a, is an escalator and it's going in one direction, you got to go against it. And that doesn't exclude minority folk, but that Valid- doesn't make minority folks racist. Doesn't make them racist. No, right, because it they just don't means that really you benefit to, from the system. You need to kind of go against that. It's yeah. all, it, it, you need to go against that system and you need to live free. Yeah. Um, uh, and I get my uh, content on that from Valerie Batts. Yeah. She just came She's up great. with a few uh, ways in which folk are, and you can y'all can look them up, look her up uh, uh, to see like what does she say about internalized racism. But that's that's more to say you have values and ways you look at yourself based on the racist system yeah. around you. Yeah, and so. Uh, Something as simple as seeing yourself as only as beautiful, um, only beautiful in the ways that you look like majority culture. Yeah. And it's not right. based on your own culture. That's yeah. an internalized that's right. racism that yep. you need to like mm-hmm. work out. 
um, and figure out. It's mm-hmm. Not to say that you can't like things from majority culture, but it's when you mm-hmm. let that become of the highest value mm-hmm. and it diminishes or the only value, yeah, and it diminishes the value you have for your own and culture. and possibly judge your own people based yeah. on that value system as well. Yeah, and it is to is say um, you you're okay with colorism. It means to say that mm-hmm. somebody that's really dark, if you're a black person, somebody that's really dark. Mm, not as beautiful, yep. not as valuable. Uh, you might not even say valuable, but in, internally you're thinking not as valuable as somebody with light skin. Yep. That's yep. an yep. internalized racism that's that right. you have to dig out that's not based on mm-hmm. the value of your culture yep. and, and your heritage. Yep. So yep. Um, a lot of different things like that yep. that involve how we, uh, how we live into systems and things um, that we, that, that for minority folk or minority culture folks uh we need to look at and root out yeah the so there's work to be done piece. in in both kind of majority culture and minority culture yep work to be done different type of work but i would reserve the label racist for dominant culture yeah that has power and privilege that use it in a systemic way to benefit themselves based on a race yeah you know or, or yeah. color and all my folk that's doing racial conciliation type work mm-hmm. my my advice would be just yeah it's not about using the term or not it's about what's going to best help you take a step forward mm-hmm. so if you yes. are with a, some yes. folk where it's like no we good can word. talk about that word and we can use it and we're good use yep. it if yep. racial bias is the best way use, use it. it um let's, let's run towards the kingdom yep and reconciliation and however whatever boat gets us there yeah let's let's run towards that yeah so and you're gonna have to just Flex like a like a missionary, like a yoga missionary. There you go. Uh, to get there. Who would have thought yoga missionary <laughs> gonna find his <laughs> way into it. our That's conversation? It. Hashtag. Graham, right, thanks, thanks for yeah, for Graham, uh, yeah. You're, so you're prompt, a racist. Man. That's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he gave us a thumbs up on that though. That's what Graham at. So Graham, now, now, like I could take now that. Now you can just work on the adding, you know, recovering racist to to that and. And then you got your own journey and 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 your own racial history, you know, biracial Korean man, you know, that's a whole journey there yeah. in yourself. So, uh, God bless you in that, man. Yeah. God bless you guys.